0: This audio is brought to you by MuslimCentral.com There's a fine line between being hasty in a way that's reckless and then being quick in a way that's praiseworthy. Just like there's a fine line in Islam between confidence and arrogance or taking initiative versus imposing yourself on every situation. And sometimes you see someone who gets into the deen and they are thirsty, so they want to catch up and get everything really quickly. But what we learn from Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala is that large spans of this journey to Him are covered by the sincerity of our hearts. Now in this situation, when you're actually looking at Jannah and you are ready to get in, imagine the longing of the heart at those moments when you're just outside its gates. Hearts have to be purified before Jannah and nothing is held in the heart like a stubborn grudge. And that's why there is one more technical station of trial, even though it's not a place of punishment like the others. However, it does cause a delay. The Prophet said that the believers after being saved from the fire, they're stopped at one more bridge. And this bridge is not the Sirat, it's a bridge called the Qantara. It's a bridge where the people of paradise need to work things out. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks the believers to settle their issues here. This is the place, being Jannah, that no grudges are going to be allowed. And so sometimes good people still have issues between them. And you can't enter Jannah with those issues. And so the Prophet tells us in a narration that Al Hakim, uh, authenticated, and even the scholars that did not authenticate this particular narration affirmed the presence of the qantara. He said, وسلم, that you have these two men from the ummah, and they show up before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they're on the qantara. And one man says, oh my Lord, this person transgressed against me and I want his good deeds. This isn't the Mizan anymore. This isn't the beginning of the day of judgment. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to him, irfa' ra'asak, look up and look at this paradise." And so he looks up and he sees the inside of Jannah through its gates. And he says, Ya Rabb, ara madā'ina min dhahab, wa qusūran min bil He says, "Oh my Lord, I see these palaces and these places of gold that are laced with pearls. This is incredible. So he says, لِأَيِّ and Ay صِدِّيقٍ هَذَا شَهِيدٍ هَذَا What Prophet is this for? What Siddiq is this for? What Shaheed is this for? And Allah Subh'anaHu wa ta'ala says, this is for you if you forgive your brother today. And so because of that, the man will forgive him. And the Prophet says at the end of this narration, He says, fear Allah and reconcile amongst yourselves because even Allah subhanahu wa Ta'ala will reconcile amongst the believers. وَنَزَعْنَا مَا فِي صُدُورِهِمْ مِنْ غِلٍّ إِخْوَانًا عَلَى سُرُرٍ مُتقابلين. And we have removed every grudge from their hearts. They will be brothers reclining on thrones that day, looking at one another. And you know, there's a friend of mine, subhanAllah, who recently actually was uh, asking me to intervene on his behalf, to reconcile between him and a brother, good brothers. And he said, you know, I'm not trying to get held up at the qantara. I don't wanna be held up on that day on the qantara. It's better to work things out now. So what happens in this station is not punishment like the other places, but it is delayed entrance. And it is perhaps a reduced rank in paradise because you weren't able to work out that issue between you and your brother or you and your sister. Now Abu Hurairah radiAllahu ta'ala anhu continues and he narrates in another narration that the Prophet SallAllahu said, that the poor Muslims will enter paradise before the rich Muslims by half of a day, the length of which is 500 years, because a day with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a thousand years. Now, you might read that and you say, wait a minute, does that mean that being rich is in and of itself, being wealthy is in and of itself condemnable and being poor is in and of itself rewardable? And the ulamat say, no, this hadith is not absolute. It's just like when you look at the help when we're talking about how the poor muhajireen come first to the Prophet SallAllahu If this hadith was absolute, then Abu Bakr radiAllahu ta'ala Anhu would be delayed. But we know that he's the first of this ummah to enter with our Prophet And the Prophet SallAllahu taught us that al shakir, the grateful wealthy person is the same as al faqir as the one who is poor and patient. And that's why the Prophet mentioned that envy is in regards to two things, someone who Allah gives knowledge and he spreads it for his sake, and someone who Allah gives wealth and he spends it for his sake. However, the reality is that the majority of the people of Jannah, as the Prophet said, are poor and downtrodden, not because poverty is celebrated, but because it's less likely to take someone away from Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala, and they have less to be asked about on the day of judgment. Abu Hurair radiAllahu ta'ala Anhu says in another narration, something very beautiful that took place between the Prophet and Abu Bakr as-Siddiq anhu, and the companions. He said that the Prophet SallAllahu said that anyone who spends Zawjain, a pair of things, in the way of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala, will be called from all the gates of Jannah, and they are eight. And so the eight gates of paradise will say, Ya Abdullah, hadha khair, O servant of Allah, this is good. And he went on to say, SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam, that Ahlus Salah, the people of prayer, will be called from that gate. Those who strove in the path of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala will be called from that gate. The people of charity will be called from that gate. And then the people of fasting, As-Siyam, will be called from a special gate in Jannah called ar-rayyan Now Abu Bakr radiAllahu ta'ala Anhu, who is always thinking about how to be a sabiq how to be ahead. He says to the Prophet SallAllahu he says, Ya Rasulullah, is there anyone who gets called from all the gates of Jannah? Because to be called from all the gates would be incredible. Now obviously, if you enter into Jannah from one gate, you're good, right? It's not like you're gonna enter and then get out and then hope to be called again. But Abu Bakr radiAllahu ta'ala Anhu is saying, is anyone going to arrive at that moment and the angels from all the gates are calling out, Ya Abu Bakr, Ya Abu Bakr. Oh Abu Bakr, come through our gate. Oh Abu Bakr, come through our gate. And the Prophet said, "Yes, and I hope you will be amongst them, O oh, Abu Bakr." In another narration, Subhanallah, how simple this is for us. The Prophet said that whoever finishes their wudu, and I told you we'd come back to this, whoever finishes their wudu and says, "Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, waḥdahu la wa anna Muhammadan abduhu wa whoever finishes their wudu and says, this shahada, I testify that there's no God but Allah alone, without any partners. And I testify that Muhammad SallAllahu is his servant and messenger. And in one narration, which is also authentic, the Prophet said, and also says, Allahumma oh Allah, make me amongst the repentant and make me amongst those who purify themselves. He said وسلم, that all eight gates of Jannah, will be open for him on the day of judgment. And he can choose which one he wants to enter. So imagine SubhanAllah arriving at the gates of Jannah, and all eight gates are calling out your name. But who gets to go into Jannah first? Rasulullah said, that I will be the first to knock at the door of Jannah. And he said, SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam, that when I come to the gate of paradise on that day, and I seek its opening, the angel would say, man ant? Who are you? Just like when he went up in Isra'u Al-Mi'raj with Jibreel Alayhi salam, but this time, who is it? And the Prophet وسلم, says, Muhammad SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam. And the angel would say, bika umirtu la aftahu li ahadin qablak. It is for you that I have been ordered to wait and I would not open this gate for anyone before you. So the Prophet وسلم, makes his way to enter. The prophets of Allah make their way to enter. The martyrs, the family of the Prophet the companions of the Prophet the people of truth, the people who are shaded under the throne of Allah. And what is it like to finally enter into Jannah and know that at this point there is no way you're ever going to be expelled again? فهو في عيشة الراضية